Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. I'm not good with change and impermanence because I'm like, you know, all the things I like, does that mean I'm going to lose them? And Mm -hmm. oh, uh, I've learned how to bear the things I don't like here. Will I be able to bear the things I don't like in the next change? And those are very reasonable questions. Mm. I'm not somebody who is ever smart enough to ask those. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's a curse how much I think. I genuinely do. It's a curse. Like my mind is, and I have to say, like, you know, when we're talking about chaos and stepping into the chaos, my mind is chaotic all by itself. <laughs> and I'm, but now the more I think about it, the more I think is that my mind is like a web of like, all these different possibilities, but ultimately they always end up with me at the end of those possibilities, unhappy in some way. Yeah. So for me, uncertainty and freedom remind <laughs> me of feeling very lost and very scared to not be able to keep myself safe. Yes. And that's how we have kept ourselves safe by us being able to assess risk Figuring out ways to avert risk, right? Yeah. And just sort of keeping to our lanes. And it hasn't served. I mean, it has, to be fair, in 3D, that's what was expected of us. So it served us. And the more and the better we could keep to our lane, the happier we were expected to be or we expected to be. Like, okay, I'm going to do it all like this. And what you were doing is you were constantly assessing all the risks so, okay, I have to make sure that in my lane, like even if I'm in my lane, I have to make sure that I do not deviate even a single meter <laughs> to the left or the right. Because I'm going to be knocked back in in a painful way, yeah. yeah. Making that first choice to step into the unknown of away from the safety of I'm just staying at home and I'm embroidering and watching TV and no one can hurt me here yes. to I am out living my life and acting like a 20-year-old. But... The journey was very painful. And so whilst in parts, in moments, in choices, I was free. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, I still kept myself safe Hmm. by resisting each change that came. Wherever I reached was better than where it was. So I didn't want to take the chance of going backwards. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh, completely. Yeah. Nobody does. No, no. And, Except for know. people like me who probably just don't give it enough thought. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, I wish. So I'm like, I'll just plunge into the unknown because I'm never satisfied and I get bored and yeah. But there's a part of me that's like that too, because eventually I'm like, yeah, I just want to stay here because it's safe. But then I'm like, no, I want more. So yeah. I do. I, but I think it's it's just that scar, as we were saying, that that mm. feeling of, but this is so much better than it was. Is the unknown going to take me back? Yeah. And obviously I understand that what felt like back was my karma. So logically, yes. the mm-hmm. more... I cycled through my karma. The more I transcended it, the Mm -hmm. more I saw that the stories were just perspectives. Yes. You know, the more I could see that the frustration were just ways in which I could learn. Mm -hmm. I can't go back because it doesn't exist anymore. No, it does not at all. 
I mean, from a psychological level, if we're going to go down and non-spiritual for a second, go for the, it. The more you change your perspective, the more you piece together your self and you're mm-hmm. making choices from a space of I deserve rather than I do not deserve, the more your life's going to look different anyway. Mm-hmm. From all the seasons and episodes that we've discussed, I could give you a million examples. I don't need to at this stage. But your <laughs> life will look different anyway. Yeah. Right? So from a psychological level, Mm-hmm. The more you transcend your fears and the more you heal the crap that's happened to you, the shit that's happened to you, the more free you can be. And then obviously from a spiritual perspective, you know, we are here to learn our power and we are here to transcend our karma and to live the next stage, which is what we've been teaching now, which is all about, you know, relationships and consciousness and trust and joy. But more than that, it's peace and love and mm-hmm. bliss you know, yeah. these are amazing words. These are amazing things. Yes. But until we are able to shed the trauma of our karma. Yes. There's always going to be the little voice of, but it could happen again. So are you sure you want to take that next step? Are you sure you want to step into the unknown when you can't be for certain that the unknown isn't where you are? And that choice to not listen to that voice or to hear the voice and say, yes, I do, requires a level of fearlessness. That is mm. actually what we need in order to burn through our karma. Isn't that the irony yeah. of it all? So sometimes we can find ourselves in that space of paralysis, right? And that kind of like that fear of, well, I can't go back. The paralyzing fear of, I don't want to experience any more pain. Mm. And therefore, I don't want to try something new. But... Mm. If I don't move forward, I've pretty much assured that I will continue my suffering. Even after season one, right? Why did I do season two? Why did I do season three? Why are we on season four, right? Because you get to a place, as we were talking about in the last episode, wherever you are, it becomes normalized and we want more as humans. And, you know, it's always been this kind of negative thing. Oh, they always want more. You can't be satisfied where you are. Well, no, because otherwise, what's the point? You might as well just die straight after you've gotten to where you are. We're yeah. always going to want more personally. We're always going to want to keep growing. We're always going to want to keep evolving. We don't want to stay static. If we can believe that that growth and evolvement leads to more happiness, more bliss, we are growth and evolution isn't getting us to learn more things to become wiser it's getting us to a place where we can have blissful lives yes exactly so we're going to keep wanting more and more and more because we're going to be wanting more and more happiness more and more joy otherwise what the fuck is the point of life in 3d (laughs) all we were told was that life was about survival was about pain was about suffering was about all these horrific like you know, life was about an life was an endurance match. It was, right? and it was unfair. If I stop believing the lie that my life is somehow supposed to suck, or I'm supposed to find an acceptable way to make the best of it, mm. then I actually can own the fact that I am powerful enough, that I'm free enough to do something with my life, and I can have what I want, and I can experience what I want. So when I was swimming in my karma. I was fucking up left and right. And I had this mentor, this teacher when I was 18. And he said to me, in order to really understand why something happened, you have to own the fact and accept the fact that you made it happen. 
that you are responsible for this, Liz. And I was like, what? <laughs> but also it's not you as in little Liz as well, like spiritual yeah. big Liz. Exactly. Like, I mean, that's what he was there for. He wasn't there to be like patting me on the head, like they're there now. Can you just see that? Can you just take responsibility for your stupid mistakes and blah, blah, blah? No, it was like, you need to know that you created this entire scenario. Mm. Your soul created this, your higher self. Your higher this. self, however you want to call it, just you. You did it. So this is your story. Own it. Why did you write it? And I was like, that's that's a lot when you're 18. Mm. <laughs> it was tremendous. But it was very liberating because the moment I could own that I was that powerful, that I was willing to go in and destroy the life that I knew was the moment I realized I could do any fucking thing I wanted. Because if you created that story... Mm-hmm. You can also choose to destroy it too. Yes. And that is so key because we forget that. Yeah. Because we have been swimming in alongside our karma, our disempowerment. Yeah. And so long as we remain disempowered, we never understand just how powerful we could ever be. And it sounds very silly to say it like that because it's like, well, duh, it's very simple. Thank you. But no, because we really don't grasp what powerful beings we can be. Because we're always stuck in a space of victimhood. I can't quite believe on some level that I created this because I don't believe I'm powerful enough to have done that. Yeah. So on some level, I don't believe that I can destroy it either mm-hmm. or burn it to the ground, burn it yeah. out, burn it, throw that nuclear bomb, burn mm-hmm. it out and emerge from the ashes as in the life and create the life I fucking want. Like a phoenix. <laughs> like a phoenix. Because I'm not sure I 100% believe that I created this in the first place and I'm still not a victim in it. No, no, because it's been ingrained in us. It's in our DNA. For lifetime after lifetime, we are not our own creator. No. And what's interesting is We're accidents. Yeah. Or we're purposeful creations, whichever, however story you want to buy into with the creation story or, you know, who knows. But because we somehow are not responsible for being here, then therefore whatever happens has nothing to do with us. And I think because I don't believe I'm powerful enough to have created this, that almost this happened to me. Yeah. It's my fault it happened to me. I did something wrong, so it happened Mm -hmm. to me. I can't almost ever believe I can be truly free of it either because it's not my choice to be free of it. It'll Mm. keep creeping back up and prodding me and reminding me that I can't shake it because it's not, I'm not powerful enough to get rid of it. I'm only powerful enough to transcend it bit by bit, but there's always going to be a remnants of it. And funnily enough, when we talk about really transcending your karma and becoming fearless, you know, we talk about, let's say, if we're going to put it in percentages, like just for argument's sake, like maybe the last 1% is almost the hardest because it feels like it's the 1% that where you really finally accept that you created this and that you've chosen to leave it to destroy it and walk away from it and for it to never darken your doorstep again and to be truly free of it. And that requires faith. That requires an understanding that this didn't happen to you. This happened because you chose it so that you could become the most powerful version of yourself. And I don't know. And honestly, Liz, I'm asking you this. How (laughs) do you do that last bit? How do you believe that you created this so that you can get rid of it? How are you truly free? In order to really get there, to really cross that finish line, if you will, you got to go through three things. The first is accountability. 
The second is compassion. And the third is trust, which are all antidotes to judgment, fear, and victimhood. Accountability is just like what we were talking about. It enables personal empowerment because it allows you to own your role in the karmic story, right? I made this happen because. I mean, you can go in the the sort of the big theme way, right? You know, some people start a little bit smaller. I just needed to learn X, Y, Z lessons. You know, some people really, they um, they get a little bit more meaning or it makes them feel better if they can like pick out every single reason. Yeah. No, and that just helped to me in the beginning. So yeah. like, for example. In the beginning, it helps. When you're looking at the entire comic story of why did I feel so unlovable? Because I needed to learn what love was. None of how we are living or have been living for generations is how it needs to be anymore. But in order to really accept that, the key is accountability. And so the second piece is compassion. And this is a really, you know, we've taught compassion in different ways. So ultimately, compassion is always about being in step with, right? Mm. Can I be in step with another person? Can I just at least, if this person's disappointing me or is pissing me off or however. Can I understand why? Can I understand that they are just doing the best that they are doing? Yeah. The best that they possibly can, even if it's not even remotely close to my best. Yeah. And it is yeah? what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Compassion on this level, it understands that the story could not have been any other way, no matter how many times we try to rewrite it. So however imperfect and awful and painful and unfortunate the outcomes have been throughout the karmic story, it is somehow perfect. And we love to go back and wonder, if I had done this, then this would have happened actually, right? Instead, if only I had, then. Yeah. Right? We always say we never want to regret anything, but we go around half the time regretting everything. We're I mean, always playing it. through the what ifs yeah. of every story, no matter and what. Yeah. And for me, the big one was like, if only I didn't decide to learn any of this, I could have had a much pe- more peaceful life. although you know that's probably not true no but you know what I mean like if we're talking big scale like if we just said like I made this happen because I needed to learn about love then the next bit you know like my my humanness goes well if only I hadn't needed to learn then I wouldn't then none of this would have happened (laughs) but we are only here to learn right we are here to experience so there's no way again and that's why we had to talk about it in the beginning we're not and in the previous episode we're not static beings spirit is dynamic we are learning we're growing we're evolving so it's never not it really is not possible for things to stay still and you also wouldn't have known really how powerful you were Because to really show that level of compassion, to really accept the story could not be written any other way, that takes a shitload of courage to be able to grasp that you are that powerful. And, you know, there are a lot of people who will go through these. There's always going to be a sense of if only then. And it almost doesn't even matter. But the thing about 5D and 5D energy is that the if-thens cannot exist. Or you cannot be in 5D. It's just, it's, it's pretty simple like that. Because you're not in integrity with yourself, which means you cannot possibly live authentically. It's making your past a mistake rather than an understanding that it was the way it was meant to be because you needed to get to this more elevated, better place. Exactly. And that's where trust comes in, right? So trust ensures that despite all the outcomes that we've witnessed or experienced, it doesn't have to be that way again. Because no matter what happened in the past, it can be different because I am different. 
And the reason why it, is, it, it can as opposed to it will is because you don't always get to control the outcome or shape it the way you think it needs to be shaped in order to be fair or just or right. Because in 5D, everything just is. Well, I guess it will be different because you're different regardless. So I would argue back on that. Well, it stays this way. Okay, so quite simply, it's this phrasing because it then expresses the potential. I see, because it will be different then narrows it down to yes. less options. Exactly. Okay. But yeah. then that really triggers the what I just said was, it kind of triggers the, well, if it can be different, it also cannot be different. <laughs> in 5D, it will always be different. Because we're not living in a place of polarity, shame, judgment, and pain anymore. Exactly. So even if something doesn't quite work out the way in which you dreamed it would, it'll work out probably better. You just can't see it maybe necessarily at the time. Because ultimately, if our purpose is to serve the collective, right? However we choose to express ourselves, to be in service does require that we be in happiness. Or otherwise, the service would just feel like enslavement. Once you're in 5D, you've said it so many times, you can't go back to 3D again. Mm -mm, not really, when, not when you're fully, fully in 5D, no. And you've like... healed your story. And so if you've healed your story, how could you go back? You have nothing to go back to. And so if there's no going back, then we have to move forward. And if you really look at from 2014 to now, we have grown leaps and bounds in our consciousness. So if that really is the case, from now until the end of 2021, we will barely recognize ourselves and our lives and our world. Now, I say that caveat being our consciousness will be so expanded that all those things like happiness, bliss, joy, good, beyond fine will all be enabled and very possible, right? Where at least a decent percentage, not great, but a decent percentage of the population will be in that space somewhere along the right? And that's amazing because that has never been done before. But as we've said in previous episodes, if the next few years are really about foundation building, where we're really having to come to a space of acceptance and burning through our shit and our karma, things will probably get a bit messy. But our tolerance for the messy, our tolerance for the bullshit will go down. Because we're going to say, you know what, better something else than this. Because when you can really understand that you're the architect of your life and that you've pretty much been the one writing this stuff the whole time, you're writing it as you go along. And that's what is meant by co-creating. And this is the important, this is, this is the clause for the lawyer in you. So long as it is in accordance with your full divine design. As in, is it so long as it's in accordance with your purpose? Your purpose, your fate, however you call it. All of it. As long yes. as it's going to get you where you need to go. Exactly. We really will not have any other choice. Because if we, if we allow fear to inform our choice to kind of stay where we are, it means that we're going to get stuck in our stories. And you know what happens when you allow yourself to get stuck in your story, right? The story comes true again. Yes. So you just get kind of burned, don't you? It's like mm. it'll be like reliving 2019 all over again. But even though you might not relive it externally, you'll relive it internally, which is just as bad, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not a threat. It's not to say, oh, you're going to have it really bad if, you know, you can't make certain changes in your life. Life no. is just going to wake you up. I mean, 
no, you're going to make a choice. No, it's not necessarily even that. It's, you know, if we think about it, fear is what makes us think that we are wrong, that we're not good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what helps us create, we judge ourselves, we shame ourselves, it keeps us in polarity. Mm-hmm. So really, if we try anytime we experience fear we are experiencing all those other things too yes it's not about no that's very true uh, whether if i don't fight this it'll all come back and bite me in the ass it's just when no. you're scared everything becomes black and white again everything becomes win or lose everything becomes about survival again it does how can i mitigate does. how can i mitigate this so i it does not overpower me i'm not mm. drowning in it mm-hmm. so that when we are stuck in that place again, even though it might not be remotely as bad as it was before, it'll feel so uncomfortable that we're going to want to burn it out. So it's not that if you stay in something because you're scared, it's going to fall out from underneath your feet. It's more if you are in that scared energy, the world will feel very 3D to you. Although to be fair, Rhea, given the way that um, time and the energy is accelerating, it will likely fall out from under you. Yeah. we've got you know we've had a cushion 2020 has actually yeah. been surprisingly the cushion that yeah. no one realized that they needed or wanted but it came right and we're not saying this to get people more afraid because you don't de- you definitely don't want to be reactive either but it's mm. the you know what if you are becoming more conscious stay conscious because actually on the other side of that fear is just it's freedom freedom from fear And freedom from fear is happiness. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.